0: This is a Run So Car Part podcast. I am your host, the world's okayest runner, Brandon Podgorski, and we are back in the underground bunker studios. So if you've listened to some past episodes, you know that a flood came into my basement. This is where we have the studios for the podcast, and it kicked us out. For, for the past two weeks, it's taken a, a long time, or what feels like a long time, to get our basement clean, but but we're back, and it is so good to be broadcasting back from the pain pod. That's what I like to call our basement here. If you're checking us out on Instagram, at runsocarbhard, you can see behind me, I've got my bike set up, I've got my weights, metals on the on the wall, so this is where I like to work out when I, I'm not on the trail or, or at the gym, so it's just good. To have the underground bunker back, and I just want to thank you if you've been listening for bearing with us, and a few of you have. I'm checking out the numbers. I'm shocked I get anybody to listen at all. Um, but for those of you that listen to this podcast, one, just thank you, and um, two, you know, thank you for bearing with us these past couple of weeks. And the echo has been really bad in the home office, but we're back. And barring another 40 um, day flood, uh, we should be good here in the underground bunker. But enough about that. I don't want to talk about that, because today is a special edition of the Run Slow Car Part podcast. Today is a race review of the Puffer Belly 10K, which took place on Saturday, July 16th. So on today's episode, I'm going to give you my race review, and I'll share some racing tips that will hopefully, especially for us back of the Packers, middle of the Packers maybe, help you with your upcoming races. But first, let me welcome you to the Run Slow, Carb Hard podcast. This is a podcast for the back of the pack runner. If you can't leave the race expo without spending $300, if you only stretch once a year, if you have ever ran a race in a banana suit, then you are our people. Each episode, we will feature a topic that will cover training, nutrition, health, or just general running slash endurance sports information. Most of these topics come to me in the middle of a run, but I sincerely want to hear from you. So you listening right now in your car, you listening on the trail, I want to hear from you. Check us out on Instagram. It's the only place you're going to find us on social media at Run Carb Hard or email the show runslowcarbheart at gmail.com and let us know what you want to hear you pick out the topic if you want to come on and join me if you want to talk about something that is really kind of a burning passion of yours or as a back of the pack runner or a beginning runner you've got questions come on the show this is our show not just my show so i would love to get some audience participation so do not feel shy the answer is not no the answer is yes Come on and let's make this our show. Um, and, you know, back of the Packers, hey, you guys are the ones who bring the party to the race. Just at the 10K yesterday, so um, broadcasting and airing this on Sunday, July 17th. And yesterday was the race on the, uh, Saturday of the 16th. And a lot of fun being had at the back of the pack. A lot of smiles, a lot of waves. And that's what I love, the spirit of endurance sport. It's amazing to see those front of the pack runners and at one point in the uh, – In the race yesterday, it it goes out and back to a certain degree. Uh, You'd have to look at the map, but it goes out and back at a certain degree towards the end. So you can see the runners that are finishing before you. They're coming your way, and then you've got to go to a turnaround. So, you know, they're doing a great job, and, and they're into it, and they're serious. But once you start getting to the back of the pack, those are the ones giving you fist bumps and high fives and having a good time. And really, for the majority of us that do endurance sports, that's what it's about. You know, it's about the journey and it's about finishing. It's about doing something better for ourselves and challenging ourselves. It's not so much about winning, um, you know, a little bit about PRs, but just getting out and getting active. So it was amazing to see you back at the Packers out yesterday at the Puffer Belly 5K. And before I get into my race review, one other reminder for you on why I created this podcast. Now, if you're a listener, you know why I'm doing this. But if this is your first time listening, this podcast not only is it a way for me to share my love of endurance sports, but... More importantly, I am using this podcast as a way to raise money for the Outward Bound Trust. You see, I've got this crazy goal of running all six of the Abbott World Major Marathons. In this October, I am running the London Marathon as a charity runner for the Outward Bound Trust. I've already run the Chicago, New York, and Berlin Marathons, so I'm halfway home. i got three to go. So if you like what you hear in this podcast, and if I put a smile on your face or if you can relate with me, would you please consider donating to my Just Giving page and helping me support kids to learn valuable self-confidence and leadership skills? The link for my Just Giving website—it's available in the show description. So if you're listening on Spotify, you're listening on Apple, just scroll up. You can see the the show description. The link is in there. Please help me raise money for kids. Every donation helps, whether it's one to one hundred dollars. And the great thing when you donate at Just Giving. All of that goes to the Outwork Bound Trust. Now, I'm sure there's some type of processing fee, which just giving, but none of it comes to me, is the important thing. It's not being used to pay for my flight or my hotel or a new pair of hokas or a new running kit or anything like that. I I got all that stuff. I'm good, I'm I'm ready to go, Um, but it all goes to kids. So please join me in helping to teach these kids self-confidence, leadership, teamwork skills and see them do something positive with their life. The same way that you, back of the Packer, are doing something positive with your life while getting out on the trail. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's talk about the Puffer Belly 5K. Now, originally, I was supposed to be in Chicago this weekend at the IPA 10K. Now, if you don't know the IPA 10K, they've had this scheduled for a number of months now. We had a promo code where you could get $10 off your registration. But unfortunately, that was canceled just a few days before the race. I think it was canceled on Wednesday and the race was supposed to be Saturday. Apparently there were some security concerns and they were not able to get their final permit. So that was canceled. So it kind of left me scrambling a little bit. You know, the way that I structured this week of training as I prepare for the London Marathon was to, you know, go a little bit longer during the week than I would. Usually the weekends is when I go long. And then on Saturday kind of do a nice little tune-up tempo run to see exactly where I'm at unfortunately it fell through really bummed about that I hope they come back so continue to check RunForBeerChicago.com. I'm sure they'll have more announcements there I think by August mid-August they're gonna have an announcement of if they're gonna be able to run the race and, and when they're gonna be able to do it so check that out however my home trail, the Puffer Belly Trail here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It is the one that I use probably 99% of the time for my training. They had a 10k, 5k race, and it was a part of the Fort Wayne Trail. So Fort Wayne Trails are the ones responsible for all the, the trail development here in the city of Fort Wayne, Indiana. And if you didn't know, Fort Wayne, Indiana has over 120 miles of trails, and it connects just about everywhere in the city so from downtown to the northeast side to the south side east side west side um, the trail system here in fort wayne it's really fantastic so being able to take part in the puffer belly 10k um, was exciting so with um, the ipa 10k being canceled Hey, my wife and I, we were thrilled to be, take part in the 10K, and she did the 5K. So I want to get into my race review today. And I'm going to go through um, kind of five different things. Uh, I, I think you could go to just about any uh, race review website, and they kind of hit on the same things. I might do it a little bit different, but I want to kind of hit on five different things that I thought with yesterday's race. So, again, I did the 10K, and let's start with the course. So I'm going to give it a rating out of five, out of, out of five stars. So, um, you know if you watched old star search that was four stars this is going to be five stars boy i'm really dating myself and, and on another note i just remember i had on a t-shirt earlier today as 24 years old so i'm really dating myself in this podcast but anyways the course i'm going to give it a four out of five the course was actually really good um, pretty technical course so if you're thinking about you know, kind of more experienced runners, you understand kind of running the tangents. There were a lot of of curves, um, a couple hairpin turns on this course here. So we're talking about kind of running the tangents. You don't necessarily want to run like all the way into the curve or follow the curve around. You want to kind of look at the shortest point. You know How can we run it where we're still running kind of in a straight line if we can. It helps to cut down on the course a little bit. So that was kind of going through my mind a little bit yesterday on the course. There were also some rolling hills. So the way that the course was structured, you kind of ran in a circle so this it was the start finish was at a ymca here in fort wayne and there's uh, about a 1.7 mile trail that goes around the ymca and it's got some rolling hills some long hills and you've got to run that before you get to the point where it's a little bit more out and back so challenging Um, you know that's where i I like to go run kind of my fart licks and my uh tempos are on that 1.7 mile Course there or uh, circle there, just because it's it's pretty challenging with the hills, and it's going to prepare you just about any course that you um, that you're going to run. Um, the course was almost perfect. The only reason I, I kind of hesitated giving it five stars is just that the trail was still open to the public, um, and it could get crowded just depending on your pace. So I saw there were a lot of people kind of in between that eight to ten minute pace um i could see that where you're going to be kind of bumping elbows a little bit because you're just on a regular running trail there and the number of entrants now i think between the 10k and the 5k they're probably somewhere in the neighborhood of two 250 people so it wasn't that bad and you had a lot of varied times and there were some pretty fast runners out there yesterday i will say that really great job uh, by everybody yesterday um so it could get tight at times um There were only a few times where I I think there was one time somebody passed me and, and I passed a few people and there were no issues with that, but I could see if it was, if the weather was a little bit nicer and the trail being open to the public where it could have gotten a little bit crowded, there were Um, three water stations on the course and two of them you hit coming and going so de facto there were five so there's plenty of aid on the course on the 10k course and they did a fantastic job of keeping it safe Uh, there were a few places there where you had to run on a city street or you had to cross a city street you run into a neighborhood they did an excellent job with the police there and both of them are trail crossings and unfortunately here in fort wayne I, i don't think this is um too um, too rare unfortunately with a lot of places that have um, trail crossings at uh, at crosswalks with streets um, people have gotten hit before and they did an excellent job of blocking those off, keeping those safe. So thank you to all the uh, police and sheriffs that were out there yesterday and to all the volunteers. Uh, volunteers did a great job. So, of course, I'm going to give a four out of five. Uh, difficulty. And I had a hard time rating this. I, I think it would probably be a 3.75 out of a scale of five. But I'm going to use whole numbers, so I'm going to say it's three out of five. I didn't feel like the course was very difficult for the most part It was flat, but like I said, on the part around the YMCA there, there are some longer hills so if you were not trained, and, and I saw this happen to just a couple people, but you know they were running at a pretty good clip, and all of a sudden they hit a couple of these long hills, they had to stop, and they had to walk. So maybe this isn't fair. You know I've been training for a marathon; I feel like I'm pretty well trained at this point. Um, for me, I thought the course was a difficulty of a three out of five, um, but the long hills made for some great downhills. So when you're on the downhill, just let inertia, well, a nurse not. Yeah, inertia, I don't know, I wasn't good at physics. Just let gravity do its thing and just go fast down the downhill. And the great part during the second half of the race, now again, I'm gonna get into the weather here in just a little bit, it it was rainy and cloudy, but had it been a summer day, the second half of the race was almost shaded by trees about the entire time. So um, didn't have to deal with weather too much. So I'll say difficulty three out of five, but really for others, it maybe is four out of five. Uh, Swag. The stuff we all get. I'm going to put it a three out of five. Now, keep in mind, this was, um, it's, a, it's a small race as races go. Like I said, somewhere maybe around 250 people. Um, so they probably don't bring in a ton of money. And the money is going to help develop trails, right? You're not paying necessarily to get a ton of stuff. So I may be a little bit unfair here, but you, the t-shirt is great. So if you're looking at us on Instagram, at Run So you can see the Puffer Belly uh, 10K, 5K shirt. I love the baby blue. I love the script. Uh, This is quickly one of my favorite running t-shirts or or t-shirts that I've gotten from a race in a long, long time. So the t-shirt was outstanding. Um, You got kind of the normal flyers. You got a map of the trail. I think we got like a small cup to drink out of, and and you got some chip clips. Um, But you didn't get a medal at the end, and that was a little bit disappointing so the swag I'm gonna put at a three out of five. Um, however the, the race was only 35 bucks which I think can be just a, a little bit on the pricey side. I would expect just a tiny bit more in swag going forward. Alright this is one aspect I've made up intangibles. I loved the chip timing on the bib. So you had your bib and on the back was just a sticker and that's what they use for chip timing. Nothing to go on your shoe, no um, type of wrist thing you had to wear or ankle thing you had to wear, anything like that. It was just, it wasn't handheld timing. The timing and the results were excellent yesterday, very well done. And having it at a YMCA at the start finish, and it's the YMCA that I work out at, it was great for me because I could warm up indoors. When we got there, um, the weather was, um, it was raining when we pulled up. Um, So I was able to warm up indoors, use the bathroom indoors, that's great. So as, I I think maybe about five minutes before the race started, I finally come out of the YMCA and go to the start line. And at that point, it's just a, a small mist, and then a race director comes out and she starts to give the directions i want to give a recommendation to all races this is not just the puffer belly 5, uh, 10k that i'm i'm calling you out here but all races when the race director is talking could we please turn off the music now i understand djs you know we have got to be cranking the black eyed peas at 7:30 in the morning you know i don't know how else we're going to be able to run If we don't hear, you know, tonight's going to be a good night, right? I I get it, right? But when the race director is trying to give directions, could we please shut off the music for a little bit so we can hear any important announcements, especially when the weather wasn't as great as it was yesterday? So, you know, that's old man yelling at a cloud type of thing right there. Um, But the weather, the weather was Perfect for PRing yesterday. Now, wet, there was a part where you do have to run over this wooden bridge, maybe about a tenth of a mile over a wooden bridge, so that was going to slow you down a little bit because it was slick, but otherwise, it was mid-60s with a light mist. Oh, heaven for runners, especially here in northeast Indiana, where we only have two seasons. We have extreme cold, and we have extreme heat. Right now in July, we are in extreme heat. Yesterday, the weather was perfect. I understand the race had nothing to do with that. They can't control it, but the weather was perfect. Um, there was also a lack of volunteers at the finish line to kind of direct you where to go for the results or, or for your post-race snack. Um the race results, though, they were posted fast. I'm not sure the company that did um, the race results yesterday, but whoever they were, did an excellent job with that. Um, but I am still waiting to see the online results on the um, race webpage and um, posting pictures. again. I understand this wasn't like some huge 30,000 person event where you've got, uh, you know, marathon photo coming out to take pictures and maybe you don't have people, volunteers working on the weekends to, to get these race results up. But it is something that runners do expect that they're up pretty quick because they want to see how they did and they want to share pictures. So those would just be two recommendations. But in intangibles, I'm giving it a four out of five. And overall, four stars out of five. Good, good race, great job. It was a nice small race on my hometown trail. I would definitely recommend it. I will definitely run it again if the opportunity um, presents itself. Now, one thing I also wanna talk about after the race review is in every race, you can learn something. And what did I learn in this race? As you know, I am preparing for the London Marathon. So all I was doing in this 10K, was trying to get my pacing right. So my goal, again, keep in mind, back of the packer, I wanna run the London Marathon in under five hours. So that means I need to run at 11.27 pace per mile. So my goal was just to work on pacing yesterday. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the long run coffee. I think that has something to do with it. Um, Maybe it was the weather. I don't know. Maybe it was the fact I actually stretched the day before. Um, But I felt great yesterday. And I was just going to kind of run by feel. I didn't really want to look at my watch the first mile too much. I just kind of want run, run by feel. So I go out and I'm like, man, I feel pretty strong. And about three tenths of a mile in, I'm looking at my watch and I'm running at a sub 10 pace. I'm like, let's let's peel back a little bit, because, again, I need to stick to my race plan. And sometimes I get caught up cause I'm competitive and I want to go after those other people. And I want to try to, I want to try to beat them even if I'm not as fast as them. Um, but you've got to remind yourself you've that, especially that first mile, Hey, the crowd's probably going to come back to you a little bit, stick to your plan. And that's what I tried to do. So instead of, you know, staying at that pace, let's slow down, work on form. Let's work on pacing. Now, I think you also need to listen to your body. So if you do feel good, push it a little bit. And that's what I did. My form was good, just concentrated on form. Let's get into a good, consistent pace. Let's not try to go hard, out try to go out hard and then get tired and then have to be, peel it back let's just be consistent so that's what I did um, the first couple miles I was pretty consistent and then getting to about mile three I'm looking down at my watch and again I want to run at 1127 pace in London I'm running at about a 1040 pace in this 10k so I'm going a little bit faster than what I was hoping but my body felt great yesterday I just felt great and I felt strong and I said okay Let's keep going at this pace and staying consistent, running a little bit faster than what I was um, thinking I was going to run. And at mile four, let's reevaluate it. And if I'm feeling good, I'm feeling strong, you know, let's pump this bad boy and see what happens. And that's what I did. I got to mile four and I'm like, you know what? I am still feeling good. So let's kind of push it a little bit. Let's see what happens. So mile four hits and, and, and I push it and I'm starting to um, pick off a few people on the trail and I'm feeling good. And then we get to mile five and I said, OK, well, this is going to determine I've got uh, just a little over a mile to go here. Am I going to be able to have a strong kick or have I pushed myself a little bit too much? Now I'm not going to reach my goal of, running a good, consistent race at a good, consistent pace. So I did a little bit of inventory, mile five. I said, you know what? I can do it. I can push it. Let's go a little bit faster. Ended up finishing at a pace of, I think, like 10:16 16 uh, a mile. So that's a lot faster than probably what I'm going to run or, or what I'm expecting to run In London, But you listen to your body. And if you're feeling good and you can maintain your pace and you can maintain your form, then I say push it a little bit. Let's see where you're at. So that gave me a lot of confidence, especially as I'm going to start to get in some longer runs. You know, being on Instagram and following a lot of people on Instagram and in the running community, um, I really want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody. Um, I think run for PRs. So they do a really nice job. Um, thank you for a lot of the information you put out there. And, and it's really kind of changing my mind on easy run days. And I've seen some other people out there on Instagram, um, uh, season runners talking about their easy run days and how important they are. And I've really started to try to take that to heart, even though I've been running for quite a long time, is really trying to keep my easy days easy and I'm starting to see the benefits of that. So for all of you on Instagram that are kind of run influencers and you're kind of helping novices like myself, thank you for all your help. Again, Puffer Belly 10K, great race, definitely recommend it. Thank you Fort Wayne Trails for bringing this and having this event and for all you do to advocate for trails here in Fort Wayne. All right, that's it for this race recap episode of the Run So Carb Hard podcast. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to give us a five-star review and listen to our show on Spotify. It's a great platform for podcasts and it helps us raise more money for the Outward Bound Trust. So the more people that listen, the more money we were able to raise through ad revenue for the Outward Bound Trust. To learn more about the Run Slow Carb Hard podcast, please give us a follow on Instagram at Run Slow Carb Hard. You can also reach us on email at runslowcarbhard@gmail.com. at gmail.com. This podcast is part of my fundraising effort for the Outward Bound Trust as one of their charity runners for the 2022 London Marathon. To donate, please visit the link in the show's description. And remember, with God and a good pair of running shoes, all things are possible.